All right, what's up? What's up? What's up? Um, it is late night uh for me to be recording this, so I apologize for the late night episode. Um, but uh, it's about doing stuff in general. So, um, here I am, you know, just uh, talking about stuff. Um, so now nah, the reason I'm recording so late is, I mean, there's a couple reasons. Like Wednesday, I'm pretty busy, so got a lot of classes and stuff. Um, and I got to make sure I'm doing, you know, all my homework and everything and making sure I get done, um, with all of just like, uh, my logistical chores. But to be honest, um, there was a lot of, uh, doing nothing today. Um, because I just read, I finished. So <laughs> I think yesterday I said it was like only partway through the battle labyrinth. I finished battle labyrinth. Um, and then I am almost done with the last Olympian. So, yeah, I'm like 30 pages off of finishing that last book. So I read just a ton today, which is essentially as bad as watching TV, but whatever. Um, So, yeah, that's what I've been doing like all day. And then I was just like stalling. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I, just, I have like two hours to like get everything done. And so I, you know, decided to get off my butt and start doing some stuff. So I submitted a paper that I needed to get. Well, I technically didn't need to get this paper done tonight, but I did it. Um, you know, whatever. I'm just going to get stuff done early. And I have I have more stuff that I'm going to have to do over this weekend and stuff. And I just don't want to have that kind of hanging over me. Um, so I just wrap something up. So get your stuff done early. Be a responsible person so that way you can be a degenerate later. Um, that is... Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's my mom talking. Um, Always get your work done first and then you can have fun later. No, nah, but that's kind of real, though. It's kind of real to do that. But I uh, I did. I was like using leisure time today. So um, I did kind of both. But I don't know. I work better under like a pressure of a deadline, like for sure. Like I procrastinate and then I can like get everything done anyway because I can manage my time to that degree. So it's really actually unhealthy that I do that, but I do it. So whatever. Whoops. Um, so last night I said I was going to do stand up or yesterday, I guess when I did the podcast, I was going to do stand up. Um, and by golly, I go into stand up and it is a roast fest, dude. Like, I just get roasted by everyone immediately. Like, that's cool. Um, And I was literally like, bro, if I wanted to get roasted over Labor Day, I would have just gone home. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you, you, I don't know. I was just, I was flabbergasted. But, you know what, whatever. I'm the punching bag, so it's fine. I got I got big shoulders, so I'll take it. Um, I know I just uh, made myself sound like the victim there, but that's what you got to do in our society at this point. Got to make yourself sound like the victim. That way someone will take pity on you and then you can, you know, do nothing and be like, uh, you know, oh, my God, I'm a victim. Ah, I'm going to make excuses and see, I'll actually be a winner and say I'm a victim and then not make excuses and then do my podcast every day and then be on the grind.
good stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but it was a, it was a roast last night. I got roasted immediately, but I had a good set. Um, if you were there and you live and you're listening to this, first of all, thanks for coming out. Um, it's uh, it's good that we have people coming out to do stand up. I'm very excited for it. And uh, if you hate this podcast, then uh, stop listening. <laughs> I don't care. But whatever. Um, no, but like everybody there was good last night. Um, obviously not everyone. But I'm not going to just roast people randomly. That's rude. Um, And then I was uh, talking to one of my buddies. And I was like, how do I do... Basically, we were just going over logistical stuff with basically how I can get a guest on the show. Most of that stuff I would like, I can't, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with that, that kind of a thing. Um, So I'll probably have guests on at some point, but I'm not sure how soon that's going to be because I want to have a degree of control over everything. And then I like supplying the video version of the podcast which throws in a whole other monkey wrench. Like if I just did audio, then it would be fine. But whatever. I don't know. Anyway. um, So what did I want to talk about today? Oh, right. Okay. So, well, I guess first, speaking of, of my mom, since I brought her up, my mom's always been a hound over my grades. So if you have parents like that, just uh, know that you're not alone. And so she just was always obsessed with like, at least through high school, because now here's the real problem, right? Parents have too much access to their kids information. This is a really broad problem. In ter- in terms of uh, like actually like grade school up to high school kind of a thing. Because it's all government funded. It's all crap. Right? So parents have too much access. So she'd be a hound about every grade. Because as a grade would get processed, she had her notifications on. That's not a setting that's there by default. You have to go in and turn that on, dude. So she goes in and turns on the setting to get notifications whenever a grade is posted. And then immediately she'll like roast me. And like, if it's a good grade, she's never like, oh, great job. She's always just like, you suck. Now, that's probably not true. It's probably a little bit of me just only focusing on the bad, which, you know, whatever. But that's what it felt like. So it's always just like, you suck, right? Whatever. But there was one, there was one time, right, where basically... I was in a meeting that wasn't like known for the whole school for one of the clubs I was in in high school. And I had to walk across the school to get to my next class. Well, I'm late to the class. I'm so late. The teacher does attendance and marks me as absent. And as I'm walking to class, my mom takes a screenshot of me being marked absent crops the photo circles it in red like marker using editing 
sends it to me and goes, where are you? This is my senior year, by the way. And I was 18. And you know what? It's great that my mom cares that much, but also, dude, that is a lot of information to just give the parents for free. Um, Wasn't like that back in her day. She had it easy. She would just get one time where she would have a report card. And then if it wasn't sufficient, it was like, oh, well, uh, one time it's mentioned. Do you know what I mean? For me, it's it's every time anything gets uploaded and you're getting you're getting stuff all the time in high school and like even in college, like you're just constantly getting great. Actually, in college, it's, it's definitely different. You're not getting that many grades because you're in less classes and the assignments I find generally are worth more. But I don't know, a whole mess. But where was I going with that great tangent? Um Oh, yeah. Parents just have too much access to that that kind of information. And if you're and I don't for me, I would just not. Maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a difference between moms and dads like I, me. I would be like, I don't care at all, dude. Like you just got to I, I would look at the report card, but like not the everyday stuff. No, like report cards, of my kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's worth looking at. But. The everyday stuff is just absurd. And in in you know, I'll I'll give the fair case because I didn't really care in high school, right? The government pays for me to go to high school, essentially, right? So not even essentially, the government does pay for me to go to high school. It's it's at least public school. That's where I I went. I was I'm a product of the public schooling system. And uh I'm brilliant. So it proves that. The public the public schooling system can do good. Um, cheers. But where was I going with that? I I just got tripped up on my words too much. Um, oh right, the government pays me to go to school, so I don't care. I've got no skin in the game, right? It doesn't matter. You don't need to like try. Now. I don't say that to say that I skipped classes. I like I I was in class every time that I was supposed to be, right? But I didn't put in a lot of effort outside of class. So I'd be diligent about paying attention during class, taking notes cuz I'm a firm believer that if you take notes you're going to get more out of a lecture or something of that nature anyway. You're just going to learn more if you take notes, um, even if you never look at the notes again. So I would always just like be around and, and be a good kid, uh, but I just never bothered to really care about doing my homework. So when I didn't do homework, they put it in as zeros. And that's a huge problem for you when your mom is a hawk and she goes, I hate you for having all these zeros. You suck. And I'm just like, dude, I, I don't care. I don't. I call my mom, dude, apparently. Definitely don't call my mom, dude. That'd be whack. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. But like now that I'm in college, like I do my homework. I'm diligent about doing stuff because uh, we're shoveling out money right now to go to school which is a scam. 
a scam. There was a YouTube video that came up on my feed, which is like why college is a scam. And I haven't watched it, but dude, I should watch it like as soon as possible. It's got to be a good video. Um, Because college is a scam, kind of. The problem is when you run the numbers, it still makes sense to go to college. But I don't know how much of that is like sampling bias in that the type of person that's motivated to go to college is probably also motivated to make a lot of money anyway, kind of a thing. So some of that's got to be like, that's got to be a problem to a degree. But like when you run the numbers, college makes sense for most of the time. So like, as long as you're not going to a school, that's like, you're paying ridiculous amounts of money for go to an in-state school. It's probably worth it. Who knows? I feel like that's going to change though. Pretty soon. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's not whatever though. Regardless of all that, I do my homework. I'm diligent about my assignments and everything. And for basically the reason I brought up all this up is I got a few grades today, which was kind of cool. It's uh, I guess my second and third grades that weren't like attendance grades. I go to class, so I have a perfect for attendance. Cheers. Um, by the way, that's the secret of college. I didn't even realize that until someone had told me that and then I did it and I was like whoa this is the secret because so many people in college just don't show up to class if you show up to class you can you can pass the class with reasonable ease it's not that hard okay just show up dude and I don't mean just show up like under the influence like show up and be present but it just show up and be present and that's all it takes. Um don't show up to class high or drunk. I know people that do such things. Morons. Um uh, <laughs> <coughs> I don't do that. Because that would be stupid. I'm paying for these classes. But uh to give you the grades just so I don't keep stalling. I got a perfect on one of on a presentation, which I'm definitely going to talk about. But the other thing I got really good grade on was I got a 96 out of 98, which is probably like a 96 in terms of percentage, if not a 97. Oh, it's actually a 98. If you round up, it's 97.95%. So I'm assuming that'll round up to a 98, which is good, good, because um, that was an exam for my French class, and the quiz that I took was devastating. Like, I got, like, a 78 on that quiz. And the, the exams are worth more percentage-wise, so um, it's good that I did that well. But what's... uh really i'm I'm really glad about that because i've taken some exams where you like take the exam you're like that was easy and then you just fail miserably and you're like dude 
what did I do, dude? Oh. And like you're just devastated. I kind of thought that's how this one might go, because I remember just a couple of days ago I was I was talking some smack. I was like, dude, I I nailed it, bro. It was great. And uh, I'm glad I can actually I actually said that with, uh, you know, the ability to back it up. Because that's the worst when you like start talking, talking some good good, and then you just don't have it. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, no, uh, my, well, I don't know. Anyway, did well. So in case you were wondering, I know you were wondering, you were just on the edge of your seat wondering how that went for me. But anyway, uh, the presentation I want to talk about because I don't know. I, I literally, I'm actually, I guess, really good at just like rambling on and just BSing stuff. Um, because I was, I literally, so I'll say this now because the grades are already in, bro. Um, I did a presentation, a 25 minute presentation on three court cases that, Supreme Court cases, that I had read for the first time 10 hours prior to giving the presentation. And for six of those hours in between, I was sleeping. So I, like, barely had, like, any time to, like... Well, I guess, I actually, you... Uh, maybe that's wrong, because you, like, when you sleep, you actually, like, marinate on the ideas better. And it was the it was what I did right before bed. So um, your brain generally attaches itself to things you do right before bed. Um in terms of memory and everything. So in case you uh, wanted to memorize something quick, do it right before bed and you'll memorize it. Um, regardless, I got a 100 on this perfect score because you know me, I'm perfect, baby. And uh, this is worth, this is worth 10% of my grade. So I'm pretty thrilled with it. And he gave me some comments, which I'll uh, I'll read to all of y'all, which was cool. He said, I did a great job projecting my voice and interacting with the class, <coughs> which uh, is pretty obvious um, to me, at least. Like, I was like, OK, that's not hard because I can just talk and I, I talk loud. I think it's mostly because I, I don't hear well, so I talk loud to hear myself because hearing my own voice is one of the prides and joys of my life. Um, and then he said I was able to get people talking with well-designed questions that were integrated nicely into the explanations of the cases, which was good because i didn't prepare questions at all dude i literally was just like talking and then i just asked questions um and then i covered lesser known background issues like vague terms in the law and the difference between public and private and except for one minor slip on the chalkboard it was a successful presentation and i surely helped the, my classmates understand the day's topic which was good. Um, I went way over the 25 minutes. I literally talked like the whole class, which 
he was probably not super happy about, but um, he's, he didn't say you have to stop at 25 minutes. I We were just having a good discussion um, about all this stuff, which so basically the cases in case you're a nerd and you like this kind of stuff, too. I'll just read them to you. So the cases were Reno versus American Civil Civil Liberties Union. <laughs> And then Ashcroft versus American Civil Civil Liberties Union, and then the United States versus the American Library Association. Um, all three of those were basically just cases that were dealing with uh, covering, like basically restricting obscene or indecent material uh, for kids. Um, this these were all like twenty years ago. Uh, when the internet was first like becoming a thing, um, I call most of that stuff BS because it happened before Stephen. Um, so I just kind of talked about those, which you know was whatever, but I don't know. We uh, it just wasn't like too crazy or special. I just uh kind of went up there and rambled kind of like I'm doing right now and it was good but the one thing that I brought up that we didn't like because I brought it up at the end it was something that I wanted to bring up and I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's important which is like a lot of these things I think could be solved with a stronger moral framework in our society um in that like these laws I guess uh, the laws are would probably be unnecessary if you or they would have been <laughs> back when um like children didn't have as much access to technology. Now parents give their kids phones at like 6, which is astounding. I got my first phone when I was 13. I was thrilled, dude. And it was like it was, like the iPhone had been out for a while. Um, I think I think like the iPhone four was out or something when I got my first phone. My first phone was an iPhone. It was some stupid flip phone thing. That was garbage. All it could do is like really just call. It was so old that you had the ability to text with numbers. And now if you're too young to know what that means, I'm basically too young to know what that means too. But each number has letters associated with it, and you got to click the numbers a bunch of times. I could do that with the phone. Now, the phone was also recent enough that it had a keyboard on it, but it was the actual physical keyboard that you pressed keys for. It wasn't like touchscreen, like the iPhone. It's ridiculous. So kids are getting technology too young. But basically, my discussion was if we had more religion in life, would these laws be less necessary because maybe we'd have a stronger moral fiber as society? And the problem with that is, dude, is that you can't, like, just due to the nature of the Constitution, you can't, like, mandate that kind of stuff because people have the right to practice whatever religion they choose. And by make by making laws based on one religion... 
you indirectly exclude those that espout to another religion, which, you know, whatever. Like, this just, uh, like, not whatever. But, you know, like, that's not good for the other religion. You know what I mean? <laughs> for example, if we were to just say that Judaism was like the word of law, I'm just using this as an example because I understand it to a degree. And like that was like the, the rules that we had to follow on a legal level. Then you're like taking rights away from Christians or any actually you're taking rights away from like anybody who follows another religion that also wants to eat like pork. Because you can't do that. Um, which I gotta say Pork's probably bad for you. So the Jews probably nailed that one. You know what I mean? I, I don't like pigs. Generally, generally, pigs don't taste good, bro. Like what what tastes good that comes from a pig at all? I'm I'm actually not a fan of bacon. I'm sure people are screaming bacon. I'm not I'm not opposed. I'm not anti-bacon, but I don't love bacon. And I think it's overrated. I, I'm, I'll say it. It's super overrated. And then sausage. Sausage is good, but you can also make that out of anything, right? And pig sausage is like the worst sausage of the sausages that you could make. For sure. And then what else comes out of a pig? Pork chops? Bro, if you like pork chops, I'm sorry, but there's something serial killer about you. And I say that knowing that my dad loves pork chops, dude. And that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, why are you, why your preference is pork chops? Get out of here. Ham. <coughs> Otherwise known as the main dish of poor man's Thanksgiving. Easter is what I'm referring to. Um, Ham's lame. Ham is probably the best pig option, but still mid. Like, that's not S tier at all. At all, dude. The best thing I named is bacon. For sure. And I don't think that's S tier. Probably A tier, but not S. You want an S tier meat? Any steak. Any cut of steak. S tier. Mwah. Love it. I actually had beef today for the first time in a while. Actually, probably since I've been at home, like three weeks, because I went and got a burger. And by golly, I missed red meat, dude. Red meat is so good. It's good for you. It tastes good. It's just a superfood, and everybody should be eating more of it, especially vegans. And if the vegans refuse, I will gladly eat your animals. So that way, you are doing nothing to help the planet or to save animal lives. Because eat the animals. They're good for you. That's what we evolved for, baby. Um, That was a little aggressive. But also... It's right because <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
Sorry, I'm coughing aggressively. Um. Oh, shoot. You know what I just thought of? No, I can't even say that out loud. I don't have COVID. There's no way. I'm immune. I'm too good. Too good for COVID. COVID can't get me. I got those. I got those shots. I got the Fauci. Ouchie. It's good. Good. That's what I nailed it. All right. Um. Okay. So, you know, interesting talk about me talking about red beef or red. Yeah, red beef. I mean, I guess beef is red. But red meat and animals, because today in my environment class, we were talking about basically different arguments, which this is what I was writing my paper about. Um, basically different arguments as to why to, I guess, save the environment or like, what are the ways you could structure an argument? And basically the three for different versions that the professor gave in class was anthropocentric, which basically just means anthro is, is like human. So that's a, a human centered argument, a biocentric argument or an ecocentric argument. And I gotta say, I, I'm a, I'm kind of heartless a little bit. And I just don't buy into a lot of like, like, I, like I literally said this in class in terms of like the biocentric and the ecocentric arguments. I was just like, dude, like, I, I, you can't get me on like an emotional appeal to like save the animals or save the ecosystem just because it's the right thing to do on a logical level. Sure. It makes sense. It makes sense. Sure. And I'm not saying that I want to just like rip the environment apart. I'm just saying like, if you're going to make an argument, Let's structure the argument as such that it's going to be the best argument possible, right? Because it's good to save the environment, right? Because, like, you're just going to have better, like, a better earth, and we're going to have a better place to live, right? Now, I'm not in favor of, like, restructuring everything society has ever built to save the environment. But at the same time, we can take some steps. <laughs> either way I was not just not buying into some of this stuff because it was like he was talking about a biocentric argument he was talking about like polar bears and it was like the polar bears like first of all my spirit animal is a polar bear because I'm big white and I like the cold so I, I really appreciated this you know I was like I like polar bears a lot but at the same time dude a polar bear doesn't realize that its species going extinct polar bear doesn't give at all not even a little bit polar bear's like whatever like polar bear cares about its like tribe if it like if polar bears even exist in that level or it's like family if it's like if it's like a mama if it's like a mama bear and it's giving birth to some cubs obviously mama bear protects the cubs kind of a thing right but, you know, like, the polar bears don't realize that they're going extinct, like, and they don't care. They care about their life. That's what makes humans kind of special, is we can critically think about that kind of stuff. We think about 
all of those things. We have the brain capacity to do that in no short cause because we eat red meat. So eat red meat. Um, that's real science, by the way. Uh, I will not be taking arguments at this time. And um, we, uh, we're talking about that kind of a thing. And then I was just like, you know, like, and it was the first time I had like the confidence to kind of speak out, speak my mind a little bit. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm nervous about that stuff because I'm a little bit of a contrarian in like every walk of life. And my mom has like beaten that out of me because she hates conflict and is very conflict avoidant. And uh, I'm not, dude, I'm ready to, I'm ready to fight all the time, man. And not even physically, like just with words. Let's tear each other to pieces. And let's tear each other to pieces so far that we're almost gone. That way we can rebuild because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. That's not the song, but I had to sing it. Um, The song is still going to be whatever I said yesterday. I said, uh, I said, shut up and drive. Yeah. That song has got a lot of like weird lyrical things. Those lyrics are sus. Dude, so if you listen to that song, just know that I am calling it sus. Um, it's a little aggressive, but too many uh, double entendres, you know what I mean? But whatever. Didn't even realize that until I like started listening to the song on repeat. And I was like, whoa, dude, it's kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But what? Yeah, so anyway, back to the whole environment thing. Um, then we were talking about like the uh the anthropocentric. Yeah, that's a that's a mouthful of a word, but that actually makes sense. Like, because you can get that on on, on like a, on a human level, it's like okay, like you can get my emotions for other people, and you can. Let me understand ethically, like, yeah, like people on a moral level, like, I'm not going to say that I'm like better than other people in terms of like my life value. Who am I to say that? So like on a, on a human level, totally different story, but like animals, nah, dude, I'm more valuable than an animal for sure, for sure. I know to like I can do basic things dude animals can't do that and the problem is also with animals is like animals have a certain degree of like emotion and intelligence like obviously dolphins are super smart if you've never like witnessed dolphins doing like really smart things uh, I'd recommend it it's super cool to watch dolphins like do tricks. You could probably YouTube it. It's probably all over YouTube. But it's dolphins are smart, dude. They got a language and uh we don't understand it. That's kind of wacky. So dolphins are super smart. But again, they I don't think like dolphins are probably the smartest non-human creatures and I doubt they have the ability to like 
contemplate their own existence like we do in philosophy and stuff like that. Like, it's just not real. And then for, uh, I guess, like, a, I'm trying to think of, like, the smartest animals. It's probably, like, some stupid bug that we don't even realize is super smart. But it is. But dogs, I mean, dogs are good. Dogs are actually, like, good, too. Like, not all of them, obviously, but, like, dogs, like, a lot of dogs are better people than people in that, like, they have some uh, moral fiber to, in particularly their, their their pack or their their clan, which generally in our society involves people. Um, and dogs also have a lot of respect for who they deem the alpha is. So you got to be the alpha. And then the dog is respecting you. It's good. But also, dogs are nice. Because if you die, the dog's not going to eat your dead body. Even though it probably should. You're dead. You're not using your body. But like, if a cat, you have a cat for like 12 years, and you die, cat doesn't care at all. Cat starts eating you tomorrow. Cats aren't as trainable as dogs. Cats are horrible people. There are murderers that are better than cats. Okay. I cats are murderers for sure. So yeah. There are some murderers that are less bad than cats. Yeah. Yeah. That I said it. Controversial opinion. Cats are the worst. Don't get cats. Um all right. I don't know how long I've been rambling. <coughs> But I hope you enjoyed this, despite my heavy coughing. I appreciate you listening to this late night episode of S-Tier. Um, even if you're listening to it tomorrow. Um, but if you're listening to it tomorrow, then you might see another episode. Because I record this every day. So, thanks for listening to S-Tier, guys. Cheers. <laughs>